There has been a destructive force unleashed on this town such as I have never seen. Oh my god, I don't believe this. This is not happening! We have got a poltergeist! Okay, well, folks, I can do a clearance, but it's not gonna be cheap. Although I do offer a six-month guarantee. That fellow takes us totally for granted. Hey, Stuart, in or out, huh? Frank Bannister had a remarkable ability. Psychic investigator? To communicate with the dead. You, you could see spirits? Emanations are normally confined at the cemetery. You cannot push spirits around! Although they do escape. And an uncanny knack. We're gonna scare the living daylights out of your parents. For making a profit off the living. We're supposed to be his business partners. Everyone says that you're a fraud, but I've seen what you can do. Give it up, Frank. Death ain't no way to make a living. But now... Some things put the fear of death in the living. What is happening to me? And send the dead God! running for their lives. I've seen a figure in a cape. That was the soul collector. When your number's up, that's it. Frank, we got problems. All these murders that have been going on in Fairwater, they're gonna pin them on you. From Universal Pictures and Robert Zemeckis. Your next pal. And acclaimed director, Peter Jackson. We don't stop till the screen is start you, Dave. The Frighteners. Come with us now, if you dare. Down a rickety staircase into a dank dark basement. What awaits? The Saturday Night Freak Show. <laughs> Welcome back, friends and neighbors, ladies and gentlemen, to another exciting episode of the Saturday Night Whoa, Freak exciting. Show Exciting. Let's podcast. not get them to... Uh... Yeah. No expectations. <laughs> to another, we, we thrive under lack of accountability here. So, to another somewhat uh, entertaining episode of the Saturday Night Freak Show podcast. Uh, I'm your host, and I'm surrounded by a bunch of Freak Show Internet Radio superstars, including Travis, Sean, Brent, and and and. That's it. Do you see other people? I was gonna say Do you see other people? No. Describe these people. Is this no. our first He's podcast like now. Sans, Sans Tom? Technically, yes, I believe it is. Yeah, and it, said man, it, it was a doozy getting to this one. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so the story behind this really quick, we actually watched this movie a week ago and we watched the movie. We were about to record the podcast and this massive storm came through, took out the power, and we said, You know what we're gonna do? We're gonna for you, the listener, we are going to persevere. We're gonna figure out a way to record this podcast. So we took all the equipment out to a minivan in the middle of the torrential pouring rain. And tried to record it. Yeah, we're talking like hundreds and thousands of dollars worth of equipment. equipment. Yeah. I wonder yeah. if people we'll that like know anything about like the sort of stuff is just laughing at that. I like a van. <laughs> well, we didn't know. What made you think oh. you could do that in a van? <laughs> <laughs> it turns out that yeah, you can't. We don't can't have a do battery. You can't plug. <laughs> yeah, not enough power. You can't no. do that. So, uh, so here we are. What what did we watch? We Sean. watched uh, The Frighteners, uh, <gasps> directed by Peter Jackson, produced Whoa. by Robert Zemeckis. That's right. Uh, 1996 film, uh, made right after he made Heavenly Creatures, I believe. Right. This was his next movie. Uh, it's a story of Frank Bannister, played by Michael J. Fox, 
um, who years prior to the events in this movie um, got in an accident uh, and is able to see ghosts from then on out. I see dead people. I was going to say, after I, this is the, the, <laughs> the first of many long, boring movies by Peter Jackson. <laughs> There's no suspense at all in, in Travis's, like, where Travis is coming from. Right, oh, yeah, right yeah, yeah, Well, I've been holding on to it for a week. It's like... <laughs> I, no, it's definitely a little long in the tooth. Lord of the Frighteners, I believe I called it for its, oh my God. For, for its King Frighteners. Length. Yeah, <laughs> Return of the Frighteners. It was like the first of like I think because like Heavenly Creatures didn't feel like overloaded, and uh, you know Dead Alive is still like one of my favorite movies that he did. And That's the one with the, with the chainsaw. Yeah, yeah. No, the, 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 the lawnmower. lawnmower. Yeah, I've seen Dead Alive yet, fl- or Brain Dead, wherever you are in the world. I've only seen that part of it. I was I think I was flipping through it one time at night, and I just saw this massive carnage going on on screen. I just couldn't believe it. Like, I'd never seen anything like that before at that yeah. point. I'm just like, what the fuck is this? It's one of the great gore movies. It, I mean, it just is. fantastical. Well, but it. it's gory. I mean, it's like, it's really gory, but it's, it, the tone of it is it's humorous. Cartoonish. Yeah. yeah, cartoonish. That's a little cheap. It's just got that New Zealand kind of like, you know. Alright, here's a question about the Frighteners. Did anybody buy that that took place in the United States? Maybe Maine? Well, I don't yeah, know. I believe it could have. Like Maine. I only knew that you know looked it up and saw that it was actually made in New Zealand, which makes sense for Peter Jackson. But yeah, I didn't buy that it was California. Was like, is California? that what it was supposed to be? Yeah, we were the plates, reading the license plates. Like Northern California. Maybe. Yeah. Northern Seattle. I suppose, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It felt foreign. <laughs> it feels foreign. It's like it's the California where it rains all the time. <laughs> it's the cloudy yeah, over the log, 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 the like having a lot of uh, TV specials about, oh my god, what we can do with special effects nowadays, and the Frighteners. The, the, it's like, going back though, it's like, oh my god, you cannot look at this CG yeah. going this back. Was, it's even worse than some of like... <laughs> this was one of Weta's first uh, big special effects movies. This is, is this the movie that established Weta? It, it didn't establish like they, it, but it grew, like this was its... This grew exponentially from this. Like yeah. they had, they upgraded their everything to make this movie. Um, so it had a big part in establishing it as a special effects. Kind of I guess superpower. it was more like the computer animation. I guess because I mean, there's a lot of interactivity with the Grim Reaper and the, and ghost, the ghost buddies. Like, and that's I mean, that shit that looks the cheesiest. And you can tell like they put the camera on there's like. Here's our muddy shot. Yeah. <laughs> like, whatever. Yeah. Like, I forget what happened to his face. Well, there's a lot of really awful, uh, like, you know, there's a specter in the wall, so the wall buckles as Holy it moves fuck, under yeah. the floor, and yeah. it looks terrible. I mean, it yeah. looks really, really bad. <laughs> uh, that's always, yeah, there's always going to be those sacrificial movies when new technology comes along, you know, oh, where they yeah. think at the time it's, you know, it's perfect, and then three or four years go by, and you're like, what were they thinking? But this was, wasn't this after, like, I don't know, Jurassic Park and fucking Jumanji? I'm like, that's why I'm like... Well, Jurassic Park was, what, 93? Yeah, 93. So it was three years. Yeah, it was three years after. You know, it's like, amazing what we can do. But, you know, I don't think think he was, he wasn't Peter Jackson at that point, you know. And that's comparing it to Spielberg... At ILM. But I think yeah. that's just the difference between, well, I mean, no matter how good their director is, if 
computer animations only at this point, you know. Yeah. I mean, it's going to look like fucking Roger Rabbit. I mean, it's just going yeah, did, to, yeah. you know. Well, I mean, I suppose it was successful in some ways. It's <laughs> establishing... It's like establishing New Zealand as, like, uh, the, you know, whatever, the Hollywood down under. You know, like, like, we can make feature films that are equivalent to a Hollywood production completely out of Hollywood in a foreign land. The other thing is... Kudos I mean, to you, New Zealand. They, they're showcasing these, you know, uh, special effects moments. Instead of the special effects reinforcing the story... It's almost like they were creating, you know, scenes just for the special effects, you know, like showing what the ghosts could well, do. Oh, sure, because, yes. I mean, no matter what, on a set, you can change story, change script, rewrite, whatever, but when you're doing computer animation, you got to know, like, you know, yeah. whatever, half yeah. a year in advance, like, what is he doing? <laughs> like, you know, like, ah, right. oh, the writer's working on it. Uh, do you know... Knife the- plunger, just leave his hand empty. I don't know. Let's <laughs> put something in there later. Well, uh, in, uh, in Afghanistan, we actually ran into a lot of... Uh, post-production, or, like, in the middle of post-production movies, so you'd get, like, the Incredible Hulk with, like, no pants on, or, like, floating eyes, or, yeah. like, we got the, <laughs> no yeah. Pants. The yeah. Pants. yeah. <coughs> what, uh, oh, fuck, I forgot what I was gonna ask. First of all, I use Frighteners in a sentence. Whoa. The, the, the that's Michael what I J. thought. Fox is, is, hmm. is Anybody? Frighteners. The Frighteners yeah, is Frighteners. supposed <laughs> to be Jake Busey and his girlfriend. Right, they're the frighteners. No, no the, frighteners the frighteners is the two, is, is the two dudes. And, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, they're they're, they're, they're not, the frighteners. They're not even the frighteners. What? The, the line in the movie was like, you know, we're gonna go find these people and put the frighteners on them. That's true. And like, what are you talking? Did the, you just make that the, word up? The titular line of the <laughs> yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That was how it was used in the movie. Yeah. Put the frighteners on. Who's the frighteners that? on? Them. Uh, uh, I was. I think the. John McBride. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, so tell us a little about that. Yeah, you so know I, his name. So, Frank Bannister, <laughs> he's, stuff. he's a con man. He's, yeah, he was. He was yes. an architect before the accident. <laughs> he's Michael J. Fox. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, Travis is Michael J. Fox. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was a long-haired architect. He was. He was. He was. He was. He was. Totally he was, cool. he was <laughs> from the 80s. Long, he was long-haired architect um, until uh, one. he got an accident one day that killed his wife, or this is the story up until something's revealed later, but that killed his wife, and from then on he's able to see ghosts, and so he uses that to his quote-unquote advantage. He uses, uh, becomes a con man, and uses the ghosts as, you know, the ghosts would go infest a house, and they would call him in to kind of, whatchamacallit, exercise, exercise the demons yeah, for right. with a, you know, and his a ghost, light-up toaster. And his yeah. ghost buddies consist of, uh, so Shy McBride, Shy? Chai? Shy. We'll go Shy, yeah. From uh, we'll Boston we'll Public, show. anyone? Anyone? Yeah. Uh, no. He Hold plays on. like this seventies <laughs> disco. Uh, gone in sixty seconds. He was oh, yeah. the black guy. Gone in yeah. sixty seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm with you. He's yep. been in some nope. shit. Yep. I don't know. You do. Shut yep. <laughs> I saw both those movies one time. I saw Frighteners twice now. Damn it. <laughs> I'm uh, mad as hell. But he's a disco ghost. He is then a disco you've ghost. got uh, John Aston. Trivia: Sean Aston's dad, Sean Aston, was in Lord of the Rings. Also directed by Peter Jackson. Oh, my God. Wow. John Aston plays uh, Judge. John Aston, for those who don't know, is Dr. Gangrene from the Killer Tomato movies. Wasn't he also... Gomez uh, Adams. Gomez Adams. In the Adams Family TV show. Adams! Fun fact. Ha ha! Ha ha! Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Fun fact. um, Michael J. Fox uh, would screw up his lines 
the judge character, instead of calling him judge, he would constantly call him Doc. Really? Like, and screw up his lines in that way. That's great. That's, that's, that's fantastic. That's, that one's for you, Brent. Thank you. <laughs> you welcome. made my day. I wonder, I wonder if John Aston's like, uh, method, and he's like, don't fucking do that. <laughs> well, yeah. And, I'm and the judge, dude. It was some of the only practical makeup done by the great Rick, Rick Baker. Baker. Yeah, Rick Baker was did pretty the good judge looking makeup. too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, apparently it was designed by him, but not applied by him. He wasn't oh, on shit. set. But I mean, that yeah. makeup, I mean, it's got like the detachable, or the jawbone is like sticking out yeah. the side of his face. Yeah, no, the, the all teeth. the day is all you got to do is glue on the parts. I mean, you got the yeah. forehead, you got the nose, the jaw, paint yeah. the eyes, you got it. It was sculpted <laughs> somewhere. Cover up with a ghost glow. I mean, it's yeah, a nice looking glow. makeup. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's really good. Definitely. And so the third guy is Jim Fife. He was in the 90s revival of Dark Shadows. He Whoa. played uh, the groundskeeper, Crazy. Willie Loomis. Oh, yeah. But he, oh so who was he in this? He's like a... Right. He's like a fifties nerd or some oh, shit. Oh yeah, basically yeah, like a nineteen like a sock hop nerd. Yeah, like a 1950s, 60s circa nerd. Yeah, I'm, this is I'm all when they died 62. or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking Cuban Missile Crisis. I'm thinking. I think you're It's the frames and the glasses. Right? It's everything. He had like he had like the varsity jacket, letterman jacket, and right. You know. The concept of this movie sounds good. A dude sees ghosts, gets his ghost, trick people, get money, con man, and you would think maybe on the side, oh man, he's also a paranormal investigator or whatever, but it only really has, the whole movie really only has to do with his own, like, personal fucking situation of, there was a number carved in my wife's head. Like, in the first house he goes to in the movie, he, like, smashes through the fucking gates or whatever, Fence, he's gonna yeah. pull the con on him, but he sees the number written on his head, and he's like, "Oh my god, I remember when my wife died. There was a number written on her head, and I was framed for it. And my fucking exacto knife was missing. Which, how do you get framed for something when your pocket, when it, the evidence is missing? I'd like to go back and like research this, but uh, I was thinking about that all week. I'm like, wait a second, what the fuck do they mean? They couldn't find the exacto knife. Then where did they give him one? You know you crashed your car on purpose and then carved 13 into your wife's head. With what? I don't know. <laughs> but it's missing. <laughs> we'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> very good point. Yeah, but I don't know. So the subplot, or not the subplot, but I guess like the main plot of the movie revolves... Oh, wait, is it? No, it like no, it's the main falls plot. into that Jake eventually. Busey's character was a dude in the... 50s. Yeah, killed a bunch of people in a sanitarium. And he's like, got more than this fucking dude. I forget. Starkweather, Stark because Stark it was Starkweather was the the guy who had like the teenage girlfriend that may or may not have participated in the yeah. murders that he. So they, that was basically the same case that they were doing. Right. They did gave him a shout out. Yeah. It's one more than Starkweather. Yeah. Jake Busey's whole thing is trying to. Uh, Get a higher body count than you know all the famous everybody, killers. yeah, so, yeah, basically. Because he's like, that's more than Gase or whatever, bomber yeah. or something, bomber. <laughs> Jake Busey. What you hate him? Yeah, I just don't like his he's face. Better than his dad. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, no, he is. No. Starship Trooper. He is great in Starship fucking Trooper. He, he is, is great in it, dude. I, yeah, he's good in Star. Yeah, that's why I like him. I hated him in Contact. And what else have I seen? Oh, he was, he was serviceable in that Contact. Yeah, but it was like, like ridiculous that like he's gonna be. His dad's ridiculous. Come on. What are you talking? <laughs> so we gotta add this to your list. So it's Jake Busey Dennis and Quaid. 
Oh, Dennis Quaid. I didn't know about what that. What's his list? Dennis well, Quaid. You don't like Dennis Quaid. What's his list? Hudson Hawk. Who's the? He's better than uh, Randy Quaid. <laughs> oh, Sandra. Sandra Bernhardt. Give it to so, yeah, Sandra Bernhardt. Just people you hate. <clears throat> yeah, actors that I just can't see past them. To actually, <laughs> like their performance. No, Leo. No, no, no. Tom Cruise in no, there. No. no. Nope, those Come are acceptable. On. No Denzel. <clears throat> I only have like a small group. I think of these like you know that I can't can't get past. Can't get Jake Busey. Busey. And Busey. who was J- uh, Jake Busey? The the girlfriend that was uh, the mother from uh, yeah. E.T. E.T. Yeah. She was in the Howling. Well, the Howling. She, she was in Cujo. In Cujo's. She was in, in Halloween. The, the new remake. one, the re- remake. She was in uh, the, the Lords remake. of Salem. Rob Zombies. Oh, oh yeah, she, she was, was in Lords of Salem. She gets around. She gets around. Trying to think what else she was in now. There's probably like a thousand movies out there. Yeah, well, we, we probably watch five down here. Yeah, where she's Shit. just small. And so what? She just pretends to be crazy as she talks to her dead boyfriend throughout all these years. Didn't she do Close Encounters? Or no? No, it's no. Gar. Oh, dang it! Oh. You can edit that. Cut and cut here. Edit point. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, so, cause, like, what, she was, like, crazy in a house, and, what, there was, like, I don't know, her mother? Yes. And her mother was acting all protective when, uh, what, so, I don't, I don't get why she's pretending to be crazy just to throw the audience off. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah, that's why they cast her, like, they cast her because, because of her, uh, um, the way people saw her as the mother from E.T. and all that. The ability to look at her. Right, well, the the ability to look at her is like, oh, she was this. She's a victim. You wouldn't believe her as a killer. It works. Because her mom was like super mean. Yeah. Until you find out later. Oh my god. She has a knife. She's got a knife. She's yeah, got she just like killed her mother. Like, I don't know. It's like, why did she just kill her mother forever? I just don't get the right. logic. Why this movie has no logic to me. <laughs> like, it tries to be a, a, like a fucking three hour long murder mystery. Well, we haven't even like accounted for most of the. the I mean, because then there's the, the way that we get into that. Situation well, you think there's the a mother. Grim Reaper. Yeah, right? but there's but you got the whatever the the nurse. What was she a nurse? Nanny? Whatever the hell. There's the main the main romantic interest for Michael J. Fox. Uh-huh. Right. She's uh-huh. a doctor. I she's think. a doctor. So yeah. she brings the audience basically into because she's assigned to right. D. Wallace Stone's case. Right, the crazy house. Yes. And that's yes. how Frank Bannister gets into it. Yes. And then there's the <laughs> FBI agent, Jeffrey Combs. Yeah, from Reanimator. Oh, Animator. God, awesome. And like a Star Trek TV it show. Is. It is good. <laughs> he was in a good movie. He was in a good movie. <laughs> By himself. By yeah, himself. We don't know what movie that was. He was so fucking great in this movie, though. I loved him in this movie. <laughs> right, did you it? think did he was, you like think Jim he was maybe over the top? That's what I loved about it. That's yeah. who... Jer- that, but but he's, he was given Jeffrey the opportunity Cozy's. to be over the top. Like, he's yeah, got a scene in the middle of the movie that's like ten minutes long. I've, oh, that's what I like about Jeffrey Combs, though. I think it, just as an actor, period, he is a little over the top, right? He just yeah. is. He just yeah. has such a cool personality. I was trying to think what other. Like, He's so big... matter of fact that, like, I don't know. I just buy him. <laughs> what other like big films? I mean, like this would have been a, the- uh, a big theatrical big major film? studio. Well, I mean, as far it's a major studio theatrical, yeah. right? It went nationwide. He was in House on Haunted Hill as the doctor. Yeah, crazy right. doctor. Other, I mean, I don't think he was. I mean, he was just. I mean, he worked so much with Stuart Gordon, and I mean, he just did. He was. He was in the Giver. He was in Reanimator. He was in a uh, Castle small, Freak from Beyond. Small part, and I still know what you did last summer. Oh, did there he? you go. That's right. He was like the hotel. Yeah, yeah he, he started getting guy. these big Hollywoods due to the just right. his oh, cult. Yeah. You know, his cult 
horror movie, but I mean he's awesome. He was he was the he was the question in the uh, in Justice League Unlimited, the DC animated show. He did the voice. Yeah, he did the voice, which he's awesome because uh, the question is like a, a conspiracy theorist superhero. He's like a journalist that's like conspiracy theorist, and just Jeffrey Combs' voice with that character because he's got a blank face, you know. Yeah. Oh man, he was awesome in that. Like, oh, I wish I would have like. I used to watch all the Star Trek TV shows that was basically Deep Space Nine, Voyager, and Enterprise, and Jeffrey Combs had, like, a major reoccurring role, sometimes two roles, in each one of those. Really? I don't remember what their characters' names were, but, yeah, he was in every single, great actor. Every single great. Star Trek show for, like, a long, you know, run, reoccurring. But in this, he's, like... So he's an FBI agent who used to be he used Damn to investigate <laughs> cult crimes. Yeah, he's been so underground in the cult world. Right. I like that. <laughs> he's got scar- he's scars on his chest and on his brain. Like yeah. he's fucked up. He's like well. practiced all the crazy like ancient mystical magics and shit like Basically, that. Basically, yeah, I love it. So why couldn't he sit down? Hemorrhoids. Hemorrhoids. Any other about women yelling at him? <laughs> Oh my god, yeah. Oh, I, I love that character. Yeah, he reaches... Nuanced. Does that slow reach into his coat like he's going to pull out a gun or something like that and pulls out the, 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 the inflatable donut. Oh my god. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh. Yeah, I love how, yeah, he would like cry or like freak out if a woman yells at him. <laughs> like, I mean, there's like so That's... much into that character. It's like, what happened? His mother scolded him? Did his mother like burn him with hot water? That's got to be something that like he comes up with on the set. Could you know? be. Like, I think so. To the character. That's not like written into the <laughs> Right. It's like, I already have a 20-page backstory for this character. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, here's so, the thing. Okay, Jeffrey? Anytime a woman yells, I can't handle it. I freak out. <laughs> I mean, that could be. Because, I mean, that's what... I don't know. Really, that's actually what I get from a lot of these foreign directors, right? Is they try to make... It's like every character in the movie has to have a movie of their own. You know, they are the main character of their scenes, right? So well, I think that's, that's why these movies are always like two and a half fucking hours long. Well, that's like, Peter always, Jackson, I think. Like, because well, that's what, what I'm thinking. Guillermo del Toro is kind of, you know, I mean, I love him, but it's like he, he's kind of lengthy himself, my friend. <laughs> like, he's got to yeah, like, but not like, th- I mean, not to this extent where like, I mean, in every every Guillermo, or sorry, every Peter Jackson movie, I think starting with this one. Seems to like every minor character gets like their scene or you know multiple scenes. I mean like mm-hmm. fucking King Kong, Jesus <laughs> Christ! I mean that whole Who first cares? hour with these like all these extraneous characters on this mm. boat. It's like he just doesn't know how to you know just have people be in the background. <laughs> they all have to have a distinct personality, and they all have to have like a complete you know character backstory. Yeah, yeah everything. It's like, uh, like, fuck. it's like what is the story that I'm here to see at the end of this movie? I was sitting there going like, you've got, uh, you've got Frank Bannister versus whatever the fuck the guy's name Stark with it, the Jake Busey serial killer, right? Yeah, it's like Billy or Johnny. Or Johnny. Oh, it's God, I can't remember. So yeah. that's the main conflict of that scene, right? But then. Uh, Jake Busey's got D. Wallace Stone with him, and Michael J. Fox has Trini Alivero with him. So they have to fight at some point. Then you got Dammers running around in there too, and it's like Jesus fucking Christ! Like who? You know what is the main focus of this scene? It's you, it's these two characters. What the fuck are we doing with all these people running into this you know asylum at the end? It was just it's like bloat, you know. It, it is, feels because it goes on for like a half hour. They're running around that place trying because to do some four or five, or five it was fucking supposed characters. Supposed to be a thrill ride or something. You know, something. Or, or, or. And what's the outcome? Like they don't even get the ashes to where they need to be. Like it, 
No, I don't. The story. Well, that, yeah, the whole, was the whole to get the ashes to the, the what the chapel in the, the yeah. hospital, right. the holy ground. It's, the holy ground. it's like it's like a fucking detective story where the detective just has to wander around until he fucking just like, oh, number on the head. Follow that guy. It's like, well, fucking <laughs> congratulations, <laughs> Sherlock. You know, you just wanted. Uh, it's boring. Yeah. Boring concept. So there is a mystery, I guess, to the movie. Like, who is the killer? Because the killer it, shows it, up as like a big Grim Reaper looking right, thing. Yeah, yeah, they don't, made, so you don't find out. Yeah, you don't know it's fucking Jake. Busey. And that's why I think that's, it's a Grim Reaper, right? And that's yeah. what I remember from this movie. I haven't, I hadn't seen this movie. I'm gonna say probably eight to ten years before watching it the other night. Um, but that's what always stuck with me was like the Grim Reaper stuff at the time. Um, I always thought was pretty cool, or like that's the part that like interest, interested me or scared me was all the Grim Reaper stuff. And mm-hmm. it was always kind of a letdown at the end when it was just you know oh, Jake Busey. Yeah, it just Jake Busey. Yeah, just kind of a letdown. Yeah. Well, I thought the method of the way that the Grim Reaper killed people was kind of cool because yes. it's a ghost that reaches into people's chests and somehow is able to touch their heart and squeeze the life right, right out of them. Oh, yeah. And it still had the big sickle. The, so the, 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 we definitely, yeah. uh, since you touched on it, Colin, we have to talk about the selective ghosts in, interacting with the uh, uh, physical reality. Oh, yeah. People can punch ghosts? Yeah. dumb. But not everything. I mean, like, you, like a, a truck tire could, you know, squash a ghost, but you could walk through a wall or a door, you know? I mean, it was like... I think... I, I'm, put, I'm putting my logic <laughs> into very, it. Very I'm putting my logic into it. Like, the reason the ghosts are able to get run over is because at that point, they're trying to interact with the physical Earth. So it's like the ghost so logic? Like, so like they don't, the like, fall ghosts? through the street, you know what I mean? Yeah, Like, so right. they're doing it. And so things can interact with them at that point. But aren't right. they ghosts? Don't don't they just have a natural thing? Why do they? It's not a superpower. Why do they got to focus on not? Don't fall through the street. Well, maybe don't well, fall through the street. It's like you're a ghost. <laughs> you have no natural ability. You're just like. I think it's just the idea. It's the selective like. Here's a gag. <laughs> I mean, know? I'm yeah. sure that was yeah. the actual <laughs> bit going through it. Yeah, I would agree. Well, yeah, because I mean, well, the movie play. Uh, you know, two scenes to illustrate it. I remember one where Michael J. Fox has to have an out-of-body experience at some point, so he freezes himself and dies and becomes a ghost. And when he does, he, like, falls almost he falls through the floor or something, multiple floors of a, yeah. the, the sanitarium, and he has to try and figure out how to, like, you know, yeah. uh, you know walk on the ground. And then uh, the, the flip side of that is he's being chased, like, I think down a hill or something by the Grim Reaper. Right. At, at some point, which is passing through stuff and all this, other, until the moment you know that the, the the scene builds toward where a truck comes by and is somehow able to you know Flatten hit him. the Grim Reaper. You're like, what the right? Yeah, you know, just think, <laughs> just you guys talking about it. It's like it actually reminds me of Robert Zemeckis's A Christmas Carol when Scrooge gets visited by the ghost of uh, the future. Yeah, and right. he has this little like Whoa, trip around London. Yeah. It's the same deal, right? Same deal. It is. I mean, yeah. Even the effects, it's a roller coaster ride, like the the visual effect of the ghost. You know, like when uh, what's his face, Jacob Marley, comes to visit him first. <laughs> oh, we're got, okay. We're talking about Christmas Carol. Yeah. 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 I'm like Jacob like, Marley. Movie? Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> like wow. You're saying like that luminescence. Or yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Yes. It has the same. That same. And the look. guys in the Frighteners have the same. Yeah. Yeah. Go on. 
Well, uh, another thing I was just touching on the whole, you know, ghosts interacting with the real world. And our our pal Pat Swayze was in a movie called Ghost. Oh God! Where Why do we even bring this up? You were you were taught <laughs> like you, you had to like really feel you know what you want like you had to be determined and focused to this like to hit the pop can or hit the you know whatever it was hit the sign. All your anger, all your hate, everything down to the pit of your stomach. Yeah. And that's I know more about that movie than I should. Guys, holy shit. <laughs> Possible freak show. I still like that Oh, no. If I was going to continue oh, the, no. the Summer of Swayze, that was going to be my oh, day. And fuck. I think I subconsciously did it with the ghost moving through shit and I picked the Frighteners <laughs> instead. Uh, yeah. So I think it was all bundled up in there. I should have gone with Swayze. I was kind of <laughs> wondering why, like, okay, when, when, uh, when, uh, when Michael J. Fox is like, I'll freeze myself to death and go help out, it's like... Can you choose your unfinished business that makes you a ghost? What if you think something's important and the god's like, no, dude, that has no bearing on your soul like, whatsoever, no, man. Well, all the rule, according thing. to the movie, the only thing is, like, when you die, like, the tunnel to heaven opens Just and you're supposed go to go in. into it. If you don't, you're a ghost. Mm. You wander around in the movie rules. And then you have, like, rules. another year, and then you get It's like City shot. of Angels right, yeah, rules, right? Yeah, well, he tells <laughs> Ray's, like, in about certain some months, you're going to see the light again. Really? Yeah, go to, yeah he does. This is yeah. serious. Like, he knows, like, a specific amount of time where they're going to try again. It's like they got a busy signal the first makes time. No They'll sense. call back. Like, <laughs> yeah, that makes no sense. Well, I guess. I, don't well, I mean, movie rules. It's one calendar year. Calendar well, I'm just saying, it's like, if you're a ghost and you know there's an afterlife... You know, unless you're like not sure, like I might go to hell. I'm not going in that light. You know, yeah. why wouldn't you just go? Well, that was the thing. Well, like, you could go so like hop into somebody else's tunnel and like try and make your way up. Is there yeah. like right. different heavens? Is that what you're saying? Like no, no, like you got your own heaven. Like that's why. No, you only get your specific <laughs> tunnel to go up to the same oh. heaven. But like you could like wander around if somebody else dies and then just jump in their tunnel to get up. Oh, there. see, there's a movie right there. We should do that <laughs> about a ghost people stealing stuck on people's so he like, kills people. Chance to try and t- hijack their They're, tunnel. Write it down. Yep. <laughs> Weird. Or record it. Yeah, that's the same thing. I think we got this one. Weird. Weird. How do you kill people? Yeah, right. right. Well, he's going to do guy. the ghost thing where he has to right. concentrate. So well, he's trying to engineer. I'm trying this. to remember, and this is the end. Didn't two guys go up in one of the beams? That yeah. was yeah. yeah everybody, beams. everybody yeah, yeah, went they? up in the beams. Yeah, it wasn't until like James Franco like looks back and like says like "fuck you" or something like that. He gets like. Dropped out of the beam. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But there is no uh, white light for whatever. Star, yeah, the dude tries to hang, hang on to him. Doesn't Did a guy try at the end? Yeah. Doesn't a guy I try to hang on to so. one of the other guys it's, when yeah, he's going and to one a of light? Them's going back down, and then like Seth Rogen keeps pulling Jay Baruchel up. Yeah. And, yeah. There's that whole thing at the end, and then yes. I'm holding you back! <laughs> yeah. Oh, and then that's like his good deed, he lets him go. Right, and then yeah. He yeah, gets yeah, the other like, beam. Yeah, and then he gets the other beam. Spoiler alert! Yes. That's a fun movie. Way more fun than Frighteners. Watching the Frighteners, like, I can't remember how Michael J. Fox gets, because he goes up to heaven. Mm-hmm. Right? How does it get back down to earth? They say it's not your time. They he push gets, him and send him back. Uh, oh, D. Wallace Stone like <laughs> D. Wallace Stone like kills him. Like she hits him in the head with a fire extinguisher or something, and like that supposedly kills him. Well, yeah, I know how he gets and up then there. He, but... Well, and then he like, I think he's his tunnel comes up, and then he goes and grabs D. Wallace Stone's ghost and starts dragging her up with him. Yeah, I just don't remember how he got back down. From like, they oh, yeah, because that was like the end of the movie, right? Yeah, it said go yeah. back down. Who told him that? It was the three, the two ghosts. Okay. Or, yeah. Yeah, because they came up all flashy. Yeah, and they were yeah. all new clothes. They're like, like heaven's awesome, baby. Yeah. I think it's stupid that a Grim Reaper can kill a ghost. What a fucking dumb idea. Just dumb. 
<laughs> the idea that there's a second death that you can't control and you'll, and you'll go to heaven anyway is so fucking dumb. <laughs> is this the first instance of that ghost killing ghosts? I don't know. I don't ghost know. on ghost. Crimes. Ghost on ghost crimes. <laughs> Another movie. Right there. Ghost on ghost crimes. Ghost rape. So, yeah, I mean, death's not only dealing with humans, but he's also dealing with But he's not even ghosts. death. That's why I don't get why he's the Grim Reaper. Because he's not really death. He's not actually supposed to be death in this movie. Well, he's just kind of hiding himself under him. a... But the ghosts are like, there's a legend that there's a fucking ghost reaper. Oh, fucking... Most <laughs> right, retarded you think movie. he would just be himself to get the credit for it, because that's what he wants all along. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, why hide behind death yeah. when you want the credit anyway? Fucking stupid. Because it's a movie, and for the movie... <laughs> and the Grim Reaper is a lot better than having Jake Busey fly around for an hour yeah, and a half. Yeah, yeah. you got to keep <laughs> the identity of your killer hidden... <laughs> So there's a mystery. <laughs> yeah. Was this, you know, was this the, uh, did we watch the director's cut? Or was Holy this the original? Holy shit, no. I'm sorry, was there a longer cut of this movie? Yes. Holy fuck. That's why I'm wondering if that's the one we watched. I think this is Oh my god. probably just the standard cut. I'm sure, because it was, we just Netflixed it, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, I'm sure horrible. What if, what if, what if we're tra- he's got the one director's cut edited down, like, yeah, yeah we shaped it up a little bit more, kind of <laughs> tightened some... Well, to be honest, I mean, like, watching that movie, you know, I was sitting there going, like, man, you know what? Maybe I don't like Peter Jackson. I mean, aside from, like, the hop, I mean, I like that a lot. Dude, a lot, fuck right? Meet the Feebles, fuck that a lot. <laughs> meet the Feebles. Yeah. I've never really? seen Bad Taste. And I like, uh, I like the Lord of the Rings movies, I mean. But that's a good story, right? Yeah. He didn't yeah. have anything to do with that. That's been yeah. good for fucking 50, 60 years on its own. I mean, Heavenly Creatures and... It just wasn't my thing. King Kong was like, there's no. moments of a great movie in there if you edited it, I think. If you cut yeah, that down to two hours. I the first half hour of that movie. Yeah, because it's I just, it's fucking bloated. And these new Hobbit movies are just interminable. They're just like, <laughs> fucking Christ, how long is this going to go on for? It's these little scenes that, like, well, the they can literally one... just keep making scenes and go on forever. Yeah, because the second one was like, I want to say, I mean, at least, like, the first Hobbit, you know, he's adding the shit from the Similarian or whatever the fuck he's doing. Right. But then the second one, just adding a love story for one of the goddamn Hobbits. It's like no one cares about Feely or well, whatever the fuck. It was he worse is. than that. There's like a there's it's like an a interracial like love story between an elf and a Hobbit. <laughs> It's like, this is fucking retarded. But then there's, like, the mayor of the fucking town that they go to. There's the family that they, you know, it's like every fucking character gets their goddamn scene in that movie. It's like, uh, what's the, who's the main character in this? Like, you forget that it's Bilbo. There's so much other shit going on. It's like, yeah. or not, is it Bilbo? Yeah, Bilbo's, yeah, Bilbo, like, yeah. main. It's because they're building, it's like a prequel to Lord of the Rings more than it is a Hobbit. Which was, Adaptation. I think it's a fucking mistake. I mean, that's a well, it's yeah. a two-hour movie that they've made six hours out of. Well, whatever. I think they could have made two or three out. movies out of it. I don't know, because as I watch it, I'm like, I kind of see that. I don't, like I said, I don't know why there's a Philly love story or whatever, but, you know. Because I think the War of the Five Armies, the book and the cartoon, they always rush past the, the fact that fucking five armies fight together. I mean, so it's kind of nice to get a full movie out of that, at least a little bit. Mm. Something interesting, something like I've never seen. It'd be like George R. R. Martining up the yeah. War of the Five Armies, like something that no one could really focus on before. Yeah. See, this is how boring Frighteners is. We're well, talking about I the mean, Hobbit. Well, I'm just talking about Peter Jackson. <laughs> Peter in Jackson. General. In general. I think, like, to it, remind you, the audience, why this is about the Frighteners. We're talking about Peter Jackson. Peter Jackson movie that like no the what that I like. What about the Lovely Bones? 
They suck. No, that was he a sucks. horrible movie. <laughs> horrible. I don't there, like his if comedy. For no other reason than in the middle of it, there's like a zany montage with uh, fucking what's her name, the uh, 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 Susan Sarandon. Oh. It's like some zany after like right after the little girl dies. Fuck you, spoilers. Uh, right after the little girl dies, it's like some like, oh, we're gonna have some fun and do some laundry. And there's gonna be bubbles everywhere. It's like, yeah, it's like fuck that movie. I don't like I hate Peter Jackson's zaniness. I didn't like it in Dead Alive. I didn't like what? it in this. Yeah, I do not like. Dead Alive's like the only movie I think it works because the whole movie's see, based on that. I've been a horror gore fan my whole life. I've never liked that movie. Oh, man. I just it's a cheaper that evil thing with dead. The, the baby in the park. It's was just like, a cheap oh, evil dead. Hilarious. The only cool thing about that is I kick ass for Jesus. Yeah, the, the I preacher, kick, ass for, I the kick Lord. ass for the Lord. Yeah, dude, that's the one kick oh, ass. But man. I don't like that movie that at movie all. That movie is fantastic. I mean, it's it has just, so many just, moments of like ugh. it's just. It, it, I mean, it is a comedy. Sure. It's a splat stick it's comedy. A, oh, splat stick! I like that. I like. Is that coined here? You did not know about that. I don't know. I don't think so. We're, well, well, we have to think about that. Uh, splat stick. Right, I'm going to look that up. There's no splat way in the history of everything. Because we are going to start right making now. splat Not stick comics, dude. No way. We're going to do that. I came up with a name this week that I don't think has ever been made. Dusty Panabaker. That's a pretty good name. That's Dusty Panabaker? Oh, what Panabaker. the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Dusty Panabaker. I don't know. It could be a race car driver. Dusty Panabaker? Yeah. That's pretty good. Wow. Should not try this out of the free show, on buddy. Some other level. <laughs> We're gonna try that. Now. <laughs> That's right. I should keep that one. So when I, you know, spring that character, you, you, I, I think people will let you have it. I think you can that one. <laughs> Maybe he's a baseball player. As long as Dusty Panabaker got to the players. <laughs> I, I came up with an idea this week for a singled out type TV reality show, and it's called Eliminate. Oh my god, a limit huh? date. Huh? That's gotta be somewhere. <laughs> yeah, That's gotta remember. be a show in Russia or Italy or so, a limit date. I came up with a new sandwich idea, but you know what? Some things we should just keep going. <laughs> yeah, this is our show about the Frighteners. <laughs> oh, that's right, the Frighteners. Oh, okay, right. so wait, no, Peter Jackson. Thing. No, back to Peter Jackson. There are. Oh okay, is there, wait, is there more Peter Jackson? Is there more? I do yeah, actually right. have things that I like I hate about him. the Frighteners. <laughs> All his movies are green, right? They're green, right? No, That's all I see. Uh, in... The Two Towers is blue. Return, no, Return the, the actual King movie. Is... Not yeah, the cover. It's blue. Cover, it's blue. The... Like, it's remember, Trees Walking? It's blue. He's it's got, blue. I don't know. For some reason, his shit oozes green to me. It's just like, it has a green stink all over his film. New York in King Kong is pink. Perhaps there's something wrong Orange. with your set. No, it's just he's green. <laughs> <laughs> don't adjust it. He is a green filmmaker. Mm. Yeah. Sort of got. Yeah, what else? Yeah. Frighteners is that's that's it. It's <laughs> Frighteners, Frighteners to Lord of the three Lord of the Rings movies to the Lovely Bones to or sorry King Kong to the Lovely Bones to the three Hobbit movies, and prior to that, I mean, it was Bad Taste, Meet the Fockers, Dead Alive, and yeah. Heavenly Creatures. Meet the Feebles. Oh, the Feebles. <laughs> sorry, yeah, yeah. Meet the Feebles that for would those be who know. Hilarious know it. if he did Meet the Fockers. <laughs> it's a movie about it's like if the Muppet it's like behind the scenes from the Muppet Show. So they don't have Mupp, you know the actual Muppets, but yeah. they're Muppet characters uh, that are just like you know. There's infighting. There's affairs. I mean, it's like this R-rated soap opera kind of look at you know Muppet. It's just uh, ultra like that's just like his stuff's just ultra like I don't even know what to call it. Duh. <laughs> it's but, just like, I, yeah, and I, I guess I would agree with you guys on like the a lot of you know the, it's just a lot of his films aren't up to, up to snuff, 
But the fact that the three Lord of the Rings movies exist, like he's always going to be in that, you yeah. know, top yeah, five. Yeah, and I think that's what everybody directors. keeps going back to for him. I mean, you always find your lovers of this, you know, like you said, Dead Alive and some of the earlier stuff. But I that's think just, that's where most of his credit comes that's from. That's just because so yeah. many people cut corners just to get deals made, where he actually took the time to try to make as faithful adaptations, I guess, as he could, even though he could have done better. I, but, uh, I don't know. I, mean, I, I think he did the best anybody's ever going to do with those movies. Yeah. I Maybe. think so. I, I think so. I don't. Maybe think, there's I, always there was sure. there was a Wizard of Oz before the Judy Garland one, dude. You always got to do something once before you do it better. I don't, I'll always. say I'll say what he did is definitive. No. I, I don't think anybody else be will better. touch that. It can be. I don't better. think anybody else will touch that. If if so, it's gonna be fifty years before somebody else touches that. Maybe it will yeah, be. it's gonna be a Not lot. Today's reboot. Uh, world, yeah, right? not, no way. They did it before in the seventies. Yeah, they did with animation, though. I don't. I don't think anybody in the day and age now. I don't think nobody will ever. No one will ever get the money to do that again. Well, yeah, because be. that already exists. Like that is it, it's it's such. But a, maybe somebody might do like a Hobbit, and make it one movie. I'm not saying the same fucking way he did it, but I'm just saying you know. But it's not going to be authentic and practical to the extent that Lord of the Rings is. I mean. Well, those, and I'll call they, it now. Nobody. Gets if that. they if they do anything, I mean, they could probably. I mean, because it's from the era of CG visual effects. Fifty years from now, you know, you'd remake it because whatever they have then is so much. But like, it's going to look bad. I think. Yeah, you are going to be fucking Bilbo in the next fifty. <laughs> like, yeah. go steal that shit. The interactive what? Lord of the Rings. Yeah, burglar. Yeah. Burglar something. Something. But yeah, it's, even the Lord of the Rings, when the, it came out on Blu-ray, I got the thing because it was the first time I'd seen the extended edition since whatever the DVD deal. Mm-hmm. And I'm watching it and I'm like, man, now that's all sharp and clean, those, some of those effects look pretty bad. There's, <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of good, but there's some right. that look bad. You yeah. Know? Oh, yeah. I oh and what's it. his, fu- the blonde guy, what's his name, the elf? Uh uh, Sh- Bloom. <laughs> well, it's Orlando Bloom. Orlando Bloom. Well, that's all I'm going with. I don't fucking know. Legolas. Wow. At some point, there's like a stampede of like, what is it, a horse? Or yeah. A, and he grabs onto it, somehow slingshots himself around into the, you know, like he grabs the bridle from like one side of it, flips around and lands on the saddle. It looks terrible. I mean, it looks really, really bad. Dude, watch the first yeah. Harry Potter movie. Yeah. Dude, it's like, ugh, holy fuck. Yeah, Ugh, they need to go back. I still think practical stuff stands up better. I mean, For sure. I'm, I'm saying the people, sure. modern audiences look back at like American Werewolf in London and probably be like, it looks all kind of rubbery. But you know, I still think it 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 does look fake, but it doesn't look as bad as the CG shit's going to look bad. Like in five years from now, Lord yeah. of the Rings is going to look even worse. You yeah. know, uh, like we're not take... talking like even twenty years. Five years from now, it's going to be like, oh, it's just going to get better. Oh, better. Doesn't look all that good. Yeah. Better and better. What? Yeah. The, just CG period. Well, yeah, CG period. It's just going to get awesome. Like I said, dude, I'm, I'm shocked that when I found out that like almost none of the cape and Man of Steel was real, I was like, holy fuck. A lot of it looks real. Yeah. A lot of it. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god. Why, why can't it well, that's be a real? cape. I mean... Well, because, well, Superman... It's a cape. No, you gotta understand. When you're drawing a comic book, you're choosing, like, the most iconic images you are, you know, so a movie of a comic book still needs to capture the idea that you are seeing these iconic, like, so that's why there's, they call it cape acting. 
<laughs> you know, cape acting. It's the it's the little nuanced shit the cape's gonna do to yeah, like just flutter just, just the right way. Yeah, just yeah. make you don't it want awesome. Getting in the way of him moving or blowing in his face right. and blowing. It. Yeah. I remember Spawn. I think had like oh, an the awesome CGK. CGK. Awesome. I liked it. A lot. They had a CG. Well, the only problem was they could only <laughs> like use time. it like three times in the movie, where the character is supposed to be <laughs> yeah, wearing this no fucking money. awesome cape, but they didn't have the money to do it. Even that was mostly like a practical thing. Swan suit and everything. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, it was all rubber. But the, the yeah. cape was all CG. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, it yeah definitely. It looked <laughs> but the uh, the Frighteners, I want to say, started out as it was going to be a Tales from the Crypt movie. It did. It was Robert Zemeckis no, was originally going to direct it. It was supposed to be like a Demon Knight type thing. Kind of, yeah. yeah. It was supposed to be uh, a just Tales from the Crypt presents. He or thought whatever. it was. He thought it was. Uh, <laughs> after reading it, he thought it was so good. He decided it should be a standalone thing. And so, because Peter Jackson and his wife. Um, uh, Fran Walsh yeah. wrote it like he's like you should do it and so he you know, gave it to Peter Jackson and we got the writers yeah and it was basically a test case for Weta I think at that you know I mean yeah if you can pull this off you can do Lord of the Rings or something I don't know I don't think it was well, well there's a lot like I mean it does kind of feel like it's got this the same kind of like tone as the Tales from the Crypt TV series yeah. it's like jokey horror the Oh, the things I like about the Frighteners like is, you know, I mean, I like, I like, you know, if you just saw a picture of the three go, the three ghosts, you know, it's like those that those are cool looking, you know, action figure type designs. Right. The Judge is really cool. He's, he's cool. He's yes. ghoulish. You know, there's a lot of like death sold it for me. Like yeah, when I, I mean, was younger, like that was the thing. I'm like, well, that's that's cool. I like that. Yeah. I mean, it's got, you know, I don't know, there's enough of, like, a ghoul, a ghoulish kind of horror movie vibe with, like, you know, the rainstorms and the atmosphere and stuff like that, but right. it just doesn't, like, coalesce or something. Right. It doesn't come together. Because you know, you know the world you live in is goofy. You know it's a cartoon world automatically, you know? There's yeah, nothing to even, like, really get you into, like, any sort of, like, a cool, eerie nothing, you know? It's yeah. too goofy right from the get-go. It's too, like... Yeah, but it, it's, I was like, trying to think it's a what world, world this but, is. Yeah. But, I mean, it's like, I'm a horror nerd, and what they're right. doing is, it's like horror cartoon world, you right. know? So, it's and like, it you should want more of the horror. That's what I wanted. I, I think there's like a good it. movie in there somewhere. Well, it's just there's even, too much fucking shit around it. I think it. even, like, if you go back and even watch the HBO Tales from the Crypt, it's like, a lot of that was way more humor than you'd even imagine, you know? A lot of it was fucking goofy. Yeah, yeah. To the point where it, re- like, I think as you grow up, like, as a kid watching Tales from the Crypt, it's like, there was enough shit in there to fucking creep me out, and enough funny stuff in there to whatever, but the older I get, the the ridiculous humor of it washes out all the horror that was that's there, because it's like, well, I'm not a kid anymore, you can't just show me yeah. scary makeup and have me on that level, you know, where I'm like, oh my god. Work, some of that works is just like, it's cool. You know, like well, it's, I get it's that. funny because it's not supposed to be scary and it's cool, and then they'd have this more serious. But I don't even think this movie had it at all because you knew right from the get go. I mean, look at the fucking. I mean, look at the actor who plays the guy that he runs into the fence. Oh, I yeah. mean, that fucking guy. <laughs> that guy. The, I was. I was uh, like, this guy's in Beetlejuice. Guy. He yeah. is in Tim Burton's Beetlejuice. He thinks he is. <laughs> he he is. is. Speaking of Tim Burton, uh, <laughs> uh, scored by Danny Elfman. This movie. Uh, yeah, uh, with the Tales of the Crypt. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but that was, like, that was a terrible. I thought, it, like, of Danny Elfman's start, it was just kind of. Yeah, it was back in that era. <laughs> I mean, it was just like this kind of. Well, it adds to the goofy, cartoonish kind of. It, it, the cartoonishness. It, like, you know. 
I think maybe that was, I think, you know, now it's been a week since we watched it, but I think that was actually a point that I was thinking I was going to make last week, was, like, the music in some scenes seemed to be running, like, counter to the mm-hmm. the tone of the scene. Like, what the fucking music is this? Like, why are they playing that here? You know? I mean, I, yeah. I remember thinking that a lot while we were watching it. Like, what the fuck? The tone of it's just, yeah, all yeah, over the quirky. fucking map. It fucking is. quirky. The whole movie is trying to be really. I mean, quirky that whole thing, like, like at the beginning, where he runs into the guys, you know, like. So what happened? Why did he lose control of his car? He's, He's a, a terrible driver. driver. Yeah, and he slams into this guy's car, and the guy comes out. Oh, oh, oh! And he's just, you know, a character. He is a character. Yeah. He is. I mean. And Michael J. Fox is like, well, sorry, here you go, and blah blah blah, and wanders off, and I'm just like, what the fuck? This is. <laughs> and he gets yeah. to be the. I mean, he was like almost like a. I don't know if they were trying to go for, like, overtly, like, Italian, sort of, like, I mean, he wasn't necessarily doing, like, a straight-up, like, New Jersey or a, but he, oh, yeah, he was so over-the-top. Yeah, he's an over-the-top jock type, you know, doesn't have an ounce of understanding or patience for anything, and then he's married to, like, the perfect girl. Yeah, dude. Like, how how did these two What what the fuck do you see in him? Yeah, Yeah. like, why? Why would that happen? At what point? Well, because that's the reality. That's what I don't like about the movie, where they meet your main character, and then somehow something works out perfectly. It's like, no, the reality, she stays with the guy, he's like, I don't know, babe, Uh, you know, (laughs) or whatever. (laughs) That fucking douchebag type character. Yeah, yeah. But... They conveniently kill him so Michael J. Fox can have uh, Have his love interest. shot with her. Yep. Yeah. And it's just... I hated that fucking character. Hated him. It's bad, and he's in it way too much. Like, yeah, because he but become, again, like every character gets their scene, and he does too. Like yeah. he gets his he except gets well, his time in it. I would actually say that's the only thing. Like I could have dug that if this was a whole new concept, because it was cool having like a, a paranormal investigator guy having the husband. Like, that's bullshit. He dies. He becomes a ghost, so he knows it's not bullshit. <laughs> oh yeah, you right. know. Yeah. That but, I, yeah, they didn't do anything. Well, didn't they try to? But didn't he try to like? Give him some information on the, the Grim Reaper. I can't fucking remember. If he nobody, gave him some information on the Grim Reaper. Nobody in this what? film is surprised at the, the happenings around them. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> like there's ghost shit. It's a ghost, on. Johnny! And they're yeah, just I like, know. so in this world, ghosts are just accepted. Even when you become one, you're not like, holy, what the fuck is going on? You know, you're just like, I'm a ghost now. Like They've only got the plot. That's it, the driving yeah. plot. Like, where do we go now? <laughs> now that I'm a ghost, where do we go? Yeah. What's the next step? Yeah. Like, <laughs> if I saw the shit in my kitchen floating around, I would need some time. Like, right. Yeah, just move out even, of the house. Be like, I don't need it. After all that shit happens, the Ray character still doesn't believe it. He still calls bullshit on everything that Michael J. Fox comes in to do. Yeah. Like, dude, your dude. bed was levitating. What the fuck is wrong yeah, with you? but the one that was even worse than Give that was the, the woman with the three kids. So there's a woman with these three kids, or, what, or two kids, and, that. like, the ghosts oh, go the in, and they're, like, lifting the babies yeah. up and flying them through the air, and then when Frank shows up, so then, of course, you know, uh, they call, she calls Frank to come over and right. purge the place. He gets there, and everybody's just kind of, like, staring at him, like, uh-huh, we know you're a con man, because it says so in the paper, dun, you're, dun, dun. and you're like, wait, but your kids babies were, were floating, floating around! around. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the disconnect? <laughs> like, you saw this. Like, just because something says that he's a fraud doesn't mean your kid wasn't fucking floating 20 minutes ago. You're, right. using, yeah. you're using gas or something. Right. <laughs> they come in with an electronic light show. That works for the... But Yeah, and I, so she's obviously, like, upset that he's conning her using ghosts. 
You know, I mean, right? That's, yeah, that's, that's, what it is. that's it. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's what she's insulted. How dare you use ghost to con me? How dare you? Oh man! Oh boy! It's funny. Yeah, yeah ridiculous world. Ridiculous. That's like, it, like I don't know, and I really think that this all. I don't know why, but like it comes from Ghostbusters, right? The idea that you can have a supernatural, relaxed universe and still, like, ha- you know, like it's a comedy world, right? But with some realistic, like, supernatural kind of like hoo ha. And it's real. I mean, it took Dan Aykroyd and Harold Ramis to toe the line, right? Two of the fucking most genius goddamn comedy writers right. in the world, you know. And I mean, I think when we talked about Ghostbusters, we went back to the, like the Laurel and Hardy ghost uh, ghost yeah, hunters yeah. and the the Mickey Mouse and yeah. the you know just that this is that comedy idea that is, is like, as old as Star fucking, Wars special effects. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh, they just don't do it right. This way. No. It's boring. And they don't do it right for too long. And that's the only thing I can think is that maybe we're judging this movie based on the wrong criteria, which is I that it, it is supposed day. to be a special effects showcase. I think the criteria movie. is that we're supposed to be in the '90s while watching it. Well, yeah. but, but Ghostbusters was special effects. That's what I'm saying. It's like it's like at some but not point as much in time, as this. like the 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 effects in Ghostbusters were there to support like the the story. It felt like in this, well, it yeah, feels sure. like the story is supporting the special effects. And you know what else they just I noticed? Knew they were going to do something when we watched like, this we movie know. right last week. <laughs> it's a fucking comedy, and nobody fucking laughed at anything. Where we're sitting here, and it was dead quiet watching that movie. I mean, like there was no funny jokes. Because it's comedy for ten year olds. Yeah, it was comedy for ten year olds. And then it's not anymore. Yeah. 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 As I say, it takes Harold Ramis and Dan Aykroyd to mix that super, you know, only only certain people have mixed the supernatural with the co- comedy successfully. I'd say Dan O'Bannon, Sam Raimi, Harold Ramis, Dan Aykroyd, uh, Simon Pegg, Edgar Wright. There's definitely a line you have to stick to in order to not come across. Some seriousness. Right, there is you some, need seriousness some seriousness that needs to be in it. Well, they thought they were doing that with the the personal drama, but it, it was so cliche. Yeah, personal yes. drama. Yeah. 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 Oh I mean, God. I also thought maybe Michael J. Fox was in the wrong movie. Like he yeah. was cast badly, and then, oh fuck, we didn't even talk about Arlie Ermy. Like what? The, <laughs> the drill instructor like, from Full Metal Jacket shows up to be the drill instructor from Full Metal Jacket yeah. in the middle of the Frighteners. Well, they, so you're like, what? Right. They, they wanted to parody it, and they just like, hey, you'll do it. And it's like, all right, fucking get him in there. But well, you were talking about like Michael J. Fox. Like I would watch. Why did he get to have guns like the mask? Michael- <laughs> 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 all right, all right. Now I can't get that image out of my head. So that goes the point I was going to make about that. Oh, I'm sorry. Like, I'm no, sorry. no, no. You're right because he does. I just slipped in there real quick. But no, but like in in watching this though, like I would watch a Michael J. Fox like seriously like. Lost his wife, has to deal with shit. Like the part where he's in the in the cop station being interrogated by Jeffrey Combs, and he's sitting there, he's like shaking because he, does he know, have a heroin movie he could watch? Yeah, does he? Day. <laughs> okay, so this is begs the question: Why was Michael J. Fox ever a leading man? What do you mean, hot kid, uh, Teen Wolf, Back to talker, the future, Doc Hollywood? Well, it was all it was okay, all. So where, he was just a teen. The secret of my success. Because the show, casualties of war. Casualties no, what's the show? What, what, the fuck what was, was his TV on? show? Family ties. Family ties. He just that just launched him so yeah. huge that they're like, oh, dude, how many? Yeah, yeah. that. He had movie Teen star, Wolf, Teen Wolf, and Back to the Future. I think some people just become movie star deal. But then after that, they gave him. I mean, Light of Day. He was a punk rock. 
it was him and Joan Jett were brother and sister. They were rockers. Like Michael J. Fox? <laughs> in Casualties of War, he's a Vietnam era soldier. You know, Michael J. Fox? And then well, you got drafted. They didn't give a fuck who you were. You were a body. But like, I would have <laughs> cast somebody else, I guess. I don't know. But like, he brings that know. innocence. You know, that's like, the innocence. That's that character that has to have that innocence destroyed in Casualties of War. That's perfect. That's. Oh, I mean, I don't oh, know. There, there are glimpses where he's freaking out in a cop's where I'm just like, I would watch that. I mean, Spin City is my Michael J. Fox. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think I like he's that. a hilarious, he's a good comedy actor. Yes. He's not a good drama actor. Right. He should stay away from the dramas, which this, I think, when they wanted him, he's not funny in this. He's the dramatic, no. like, straight man to the, he's the foil for, or not the foil. What are we The straight man, the, the guy that's going to be like. Who's the foil? The foil yeah, is the guy. Yeah, you guys are all ridiculous. Holy water. Yeah. He's yeah. just, All right, not, folks, get back here. I need you. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and this was his last uh, leading last role, leading I believe. Role, yeah. And then he went to Spin City and Barry Bostwick or whatever. He was. <laughs> Barry Bostwick, yes. <laughs> I love yes, Spin indeed. City. That's yeah, a great story. Esposito, yeah. Indeed. And uh, the dude from uh, whatever, Chris he Bueller. On, he's on the CBS show now about the. No, he that guy canceled. Oh, it did. Well, yeah, it was NBC, and yeah, it got canceled. No, not not like leading, but it's the oh leading. wow, the good wife, the good wife. Yes, yeah. yes. His show got canceled, so he went back. So he went back. <laughs> but wasn't he on Boston Legal, Boston Public, Boston something? Uh, Boston Boston probably Legal. Boston Legal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the practice. No, I can't I confirm something that. about lawyers. And <laughs> I can neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> lawyers yeah. and teachers. lawyers who represent the public school. Bam! There you oh, go. There it is. is. Perfect combo. David Kelly, get on that. Yeah. Holy shit! No. Do it. Do it now. That's a money maker. Boring. Are we wrapping up the fragments? I'm wrapping so. it up. Do we even have to? I mean, I think, I think right. it's it's obvious. <laughs> I think I'm sure. Explain us the obvious. I never thought we need a wrap ups, but that's uh, this. I'll start. <laughs> wow, this one seems to be unanimous. I think we're all probably going to say close to the same thing. This uh. is this is an underwhelming movie that <laughs> promises way too much and doesn't deliver. Uh, like Sean said, if you're ten, maybe. But after after that, when you start kind of looking and wanting more from your movies, like a story, or not at a retarded plot, yeah. you know. Once you've experienced more, like yeah. other things, this the, coming back to it, right? And it doesn't for me, anyways. It doesn't even have that nostalgia. I think I was a little bit older when I first saw it, but um, yeah, yeah. I I can't I can't tell you our listeners to go out and watch this movie because I think that there's better. And it stars Michael J. Fox, folks. This and, is Brent telling you. Yeah, and it's Robert Zemeckis presenting, producing. It's wow. it's just tough. It's it's a, it's an underwhelming film. It's I don't know if it is even two hours, but it feels like three. It was sure. two hours for sure, right? Wasn't? Yeah, had to have been. Yeah, an hour and fifty minutes. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I would love to just like I I would like to see just the serial killer story, you know, in there and make something out of that, but. uh yeah, overall, I think it's it's probably going to be a waste of your time. I mean, there's better stuff out there now, especially stuff that holds up from the same time period. Um, yeah, pass. Yeah, I mean, I was sitting here thinking, like, I think I made all my points already. So, yeah. I mean, I you know, the only thing that watching this movie did this past time was, like, made, make me call into question my regard for Peter Jackson. And then, like, reappraise, like, his movies and go, like, you know, I don't think the guy's all that good of a filmmaker. That's where I'm at right now. I don't think Peter Jackson's all that, you know, he's not one of the great filmmakers of the of this generation. Um, and I, I didn't like this movie, which, you know, again, I'm sitting there, I'm like the prime audience, I think, for it. 
and uh, I couldn't even give it like that extra little bit of love. It was like, oh god, four fucking hours worth of movie. <laughs> Travis is gonna say it was five hours long. Sean said it was six. <laughs> it just keep building. Yeah, <laughs> it felt it felt Eight. like it went on forever. So yeah, I would say skip the frighteners. Yeah, I I seen this movie two times now, and there's a reason I never went back. It's like eight hours. After, yeah, much of my life. It's just a fucking retarded movie. There's just nothing. <laughs> I mean, why make a detective story when there's really nothing to... I mean, it was boring as fuck. Just boring. Like I said, going around looking for numbers on people's heads, talking to stupid fun ghosts, watching them get sucked into fucking blenders and bullshit. Like I said, this was like a product of the mask and like, you know, eh, fucking stupid... Peter Jackson hectic comedy. I mean, and as you said, for like he's not a good filmmaker. It's not that he's not a good filmmaker, but all all a director is is a guy that finds other talented people and puts them together to make a good product. A director is not necessarily the winning uh, person of no matter what movie he's on. That's how Dario Argento sucks the fucking cock now, you know? <laughs> it's because all they've ever been good at is attract knowing, oh, this guy's talented. Yeah, he should do my music. Oh, this guy's super talented. He'll write my script. Oh, they should act for me. They, that's all they do is they see the picture. That's it. They yeah. see the picture and try to get as close to their imagination as possible. Well, maybe okay, Not that so they are actually creating it from their imagination. Well, maybe you've got a point there. He is, I retract what I said about him not being a good filmmaker. I think he is, like, as a as a technician. Actually, I mean, like, the whole, it, his problem is he needs to know where to fucking cut. Yes. So he's bad at that. But I think that's most foreign filmmakers. I really do. Foreign filmmakers, I think, have a hard time with cutting their fucking, their movies are always two hours long or over. There's always more than these to be there. Not that they're not good or that they're not, but all foreign people are like, just, they make super long movies. Super long movies. Well, shit, we just watched, uh, what was it, The uh, Protector, the original cut of The Protector. Fucking long. They just have no, they don't know what the skill of editing is yet. They know, like, now you put the movie together, you know? <laughs> like, that's what they know. Take everything we shot. Yeah. All five hours of it, just put it together. Yeah, but some <laughs> that's of that's based do. on in different countries, like yes. the, the, Accepted pacing is. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. Well, because that's just the pacing of story. Like the original pacing of Beowulf is like Beowulf fights Grendel, kills Grendel, goes fights a dragon and dies. So I mean, there's a story after the Beowulf, the Grendel story. But you know, in a story, it's like, well, how how do you have two movie, two stories in one story? You know. Yeah. But so anyway, yeah. Fucking just stay away from the movie. I, I would suggest. Had cool cover artwork. That's all I will give for yeah, it is when I was yeah. a kid seeing the box cover, I was like, ooh, cool. That's it. That's like the only thing that was like positive about it. Is, did it, did it, it come out? Was it yeah, kind it, of yes, a, it did. Or, or it was, uh, and you just described like my first attraction to the movie was seeing, I'm pretty sure it had one of those, um, uh, the graphic covers where if you turned it, it was a flat surface. Like and if you turned it, the face thing. would, yeah, the hologram, where if you rubbed your finger across it, it would make that high pitched yeah. sound. See, I thought there was also one that actually had 3D? a formed, yeah. I don't remember had a the formed 3D. Skull. I remember the thing going back and forth. You could be, you could be right. I thought, I remember I mean, the box art movies, as being the attraction the to puffy, it. You know, which really? extra. Which? Like, uh, the black roses. Yeah, yeah dude. Like the little like extra, that. let's puff this out a little bit. <laughs> Show people we really mean business. Yeah. <laughs> 
But, uh, I mean, and that box art, the box art never really panned out in the movie. Like, that looks like a monster coming through the wall. And that never I really, thought that would have been like really death or, yeah, or anything like that. Right, yeah, that that's what you kind of get. But, so, um, I, I didn't pick, know if I had in mind, but yeah, fuck it, skip yeah. it. So. <laughs> um, I picked the movie on Nostalgia, which was, I mean, that could be, you know, end up being good, or a lot of the times, right? <laughs> like, it can end up being bad, and I think it ended up being bad. Um, there's certain elements of this movie that I remember liking, like I said, um, I always liked, uh, I always thought the death character was creepy, um, it becomes a little a bit of a letdown when it ends up being Jake Busey at the end, but, um, all in all, I think the movie ends up, ended up being a studio wanting to showcase the effects of its time, like, they saw things they hadn't seen before and were like, oh, I mean, they even brought the movie up into a summer release based on, <laughs> like, dailies and effects that they had seen from this, which, you know, maybe wasn't the best idea, and the movie ended up not performing great at the box office. Anyway, um, but it doesn't hold up at all. There's, It's too long, it's too goofy, um, you know, you can find, I, I, I'm, I believe you can find certain little things to like in any movie, and, you know, I, I see those in this movie, but... It's not worth going back to or even starting with. So if you haven't seen it, don't. If, <laughs> if you have seen it and have an image in your head, just keep that image and keep moving on. Um, because I pass on this movie. Sorry, Frighteners. Well, that's the Frighteners, I guess. On the Saturday Night Freak Show, and that's the official word. Right there, official. right? That's done. Ever needs to talk, nobody done. ever needs to talk about it again. <laughs> done. That's the end of conversation. Sorry, Peter Jackson. Full stop. So, uh, next week, Brent is going to pick a movie. We're going to watch what, Brent? Uh, next week, we will be watching The Grand Budapest Hotel, Colin. Sounds artsy. It, it's very artsy. <laughs> sounds artsy as fuck. We might learn something. Is it pretentious? Something. I'm going to love it. It's extremely pretentious. Oh, awesome. As long as some of those scenes out of focus and the others in focus, I think we'll be good. It's, I think we'll get some deep meaning in this. It's <laughs> so pretentious. There's three different aspect ratios within the film. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, there you go. You've seen it already. I've seen it. Okay. All right, so that's next week on the Saturday Night Freak Show. We're going to go eat pizza, and that's it for us. None of their business.